very early to be podcasting. <laughs> it's very early. I mean, this is, I think, well, that's about the 12th well, word I've spoken. It's quarter to ten, so that's put normal people at work for over an hour by now. Okay, Lizzie. Get a grip. Yeah, gosh. I just woke up <coughs> five minutes ago. Quick shower. Walked down to breakfast and most of the crew are here amongst a few other people. And you know when you're just half asleep trying to find where breakfast is and everyone's like, morning, 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 morning. <laughs> and I was just like, ah. Like, I could barely see it on my right eye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is funny, the difference yeah. between morning people and obviously not morning people. <laughs> you're kitted up for going running, though. You're going running. Well, I just, I was just in a sporty, panic mode. And just sporty Pete. the first thing I see. Yeah. Just threw it on as quickly as possible. Yeah. Active wear. What are we going to talk about, Ned? I was going to ask Pete why his hair looks... It's different in the mornings, isn't it? <laughs> He's not got the blow dryer out yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's different it's in the morning. I mean, my hair is not different. It's just get, gets <laughs> gets greyer and slightly more ragged. But yeah. you have um, definite kind of like throughout the day, your style. hair your hair has phases, like the cycles <laughs> of the moon. This is so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> well, my hair is just naturally forward. Is so it? so the television is the television hair is I artificially I, I bet Marcel Kittle's hair is is naturally possibly forward as well. And most people's what hair who you see is back like <laughs> you know Newsflash in Fugle Sang abandons. Up to date. Yeah. Oh. Just got a message. Ribs broken from the crash with Croiswick yesterday. Yeah. No mm. way. Yeah. Okay, Oof, back to the race. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, most people's hair that you see, you know, back like that never sits naturally back up. It requires so a quick blow dry and some product, a bit of hairspray. Mm. So is Wout, would Wout, if he's sitting and having breakfast, maybe doing a podcast, maybe not, would his hair be like really far forward like that? Quite, quite possibly, yeah. Well, I saw That's his hair unstarred yesterday. Look quite normal. Hmm. Yeah. Is the bit at the front natural or not? The the blonde streak. Yeah. No, that's not natural, is no, it? No, no way. <laughs> is he? What? <laughs> that's like his Avengers streak that it's just like well, highlighted. Well, my sister has a grey streak. She's oh, really? always had it since but she was a baby. Yeah. yeah. That's like oh, there you go. No, maybe maybe, I, wrong. maybe that's why he's got superpowers. And just quickly while we're on um, the subject of hair, hair and yep. other stuff like that, people on Twitter. Um, I'm obviously not wearing clothes that are five times too big for me. <laughs> you never heard of the word oversized clothing. <laughs> God's sake. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see a picture of what these people are wearing on a day-to-day basis. Do you know what I mean? What, the people Have the you people been rattled on Twitter? by someone yeah, on Twitter? Yes. Just Anger like in, love out, Pete. <laughs> Anger in, love right. out. I have just woke up, so. Yeah. Mm. We're back to the race. There is no race today, is it? Yeah, so there's, it's quite difficult to, to come up with new material, given that we analysed the race in depth yesterday while you cooked your risotto, mm. which I'm still... Ah, oh, I was dreaming of that this morning. Talking of dreams. Yeah, oh, tell us y- a dream. You've had a troubling dream, haven't you? Because <sighs> uh, the only reason I mention that is because <laughs> David is actually extremely good at interpreting okay. dreams. Right? I have to concentrate. Well, I haven't had many dreams this race, but this particular one, I was on a, a boat. It's actually the Sea Cat, which travels from the Alaman to Liverpool. Okay. And I was with Laura, my wife, and my kids... And it was just getting, the waves were getting bigger and bigger. And mm. it was almost like you just, you weren't in control. You didn't know what was going to happen to the point where. Can I ask which direction were you going in? Oh, no, no, no idea. Ah, no idea. But it was just, it, it was over, you know. Yeah. Um, it was scary. But it was like, it was, it felt like it was on a, it was going round and round. Do you know what ah, I mean? So there like was a washing no, machine. Yeah. Yeah. So there's some turmoil going on, Pete. Probably, yeah. Do you feel a bit, there's no land in sight? <laughs> We're at that entering the third week of a grand tour. Yeah, maybe that's the case. Yeah. It's just you feel like you're doing the same thing over and over mm. again, and it's getting harder and harder and harder, and you just can't get out. 
Yeah. Maybe. There's no end in sight. Oh gosh. Well, there you go. Third week we're into the last week though, so we're getting there. Yeah. That was. I think that was relatively easy for you to interpret. It was. Yeah. I don't think it wasn't one of your complex ones with balls and. Well, this go- this dates back to um, our Never Strays Far podcast, Never yeah. Strays Farfalle. Yes. podcast that we oh started yeah. to do during yes. the 2021 Giro d'Italia at this time of day actually super early, every, early no six way in the morning. 6, six o'clock in the morning, in the morning every, every day. day during the Giro we yeah, used to do that's how we built early, this podcast yeah. guys that is very early yeah well actually you guys actually built it but that's very early yeah but, but uh, we, you'd wake because you literally wake up and you'd always be dreaming straight into podcast mode and yeah. straight and dream is still present in your mind and so every day it would start with me re- literally recanting my dream before I'd forgotten it <laughs> yeah but they were kind of they got the longer the Giro went on the weirder they got they got super weird and there was something to do with an orange football yeah that was where you were just kicking it against a wall <laughs> weren't you oh no that was I, it no uh, th- it was it was to do with um, imposter syndrome wasn't it was it? cycling a- podcast a cycling podcast being a much better podcast yeah and um, I, I kicked an orange football into this field and I went chasing after the orange football or yeah, something. And then there, there they all were, set, sat around a table like this with microphones. There was a spare microphone for me to pick up. And all of a sudden I realized I was on the cycling podcast. Mm. And Richard, the late Richard Moore, mm. asked me a question and I couldn't about the Giro. And all I could think of to say was, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's relatable. <laughs> Sounds like me on set that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but th- th- but then you discovered, and I do urge our new listeners. I mean, we've got plenty of thousands, tens of thousands of listeners who were with us during yeah. those dark years. <laughs> <laughs> but I would urge, I would urge new <laughs> listeners who've perhaps joined um, in the wake of podcast Pete and Lizzie mm. um, to go back and have a little listen into to the archive, into the ar- delve into the archive, because you. You discovered a talent as a dream interpreter. I know I did. That was super weird. I mean, really quite good at it. Yeah. To the extent that we were going, this could be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like no, was, I mean, I Why really are you only telling it. me this now? I could I be know. using your services all week. Seriously, have you been dreaming loads? Oh, the dreams I have are awful, yeah. Nightmares. Oh, Lizzie. Yeah, not We good. need to deal with that. We might have to do a special after this. Lizzie dreams? Yeah. Yeah. My most recurring one is that I'm running full pelt into a swimming pool get mid-air in, into the dive and realise there's no water. Oh, oh yeah. Lizzie, yeah, that's, awful. that's awful. And then, do you wake, is that, yeah, do you wake up? Yeah, I wake up. So you never, it never resolves itself. No, You're it just never, it's just, it comes back about twice a month, probably. Huh. And that's do you know, because it's so regular, do you know, oh, hang on, it's this dream? No, I'm in it. I'm fully in it. So it's new each time to you, yeah. basically. Uh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Jump, uh, pff, wake up. Oh, that's horrible. That's mm. horrible. I'm going to have to think about that one. Do I you can't come to an immediate answer. Some people are able to control their dreams. You know, like you're, you're the little yeah. avatar character. And mm. you do. So in that example, you know, you kind of like get into midair and you go, actually, no, I'm going to fly now and kind of go off somewhere else. Some people like, can do that. Well, yeah. I had a Surely phase next. Uh, quite recently where I was really excited about going to bed because of this we remember this yeah dream life that I was going into like I was really made me really excited what what am I going to do tonight and I'd fall asleep and I'd be like whoa that was great Pete's adventures at night yeah and I'd wake up and be like I, I can't wait to go to bed again tonight <laughs> <laughs> I was life. so excited by it. Go to my other life. To yeah. just spend one day in yeah. Pete's head. I was like you? deception, no, um, yeah. whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Deported. No, deception. So you're basically living two lives? Yeah. Literally so Leonardo DiCaprio film, it was like that. But you, but you were permanently awake then. You must be exhausted. That's like I don't know. I was just, it was just really good fun. <laughs> what, what kind of adventures were, were you having? Like, what I can barely remember it, but I just remember waking up and thinking, that was so good. Can't wait to go to bed again. <laughs> <laughs> what a life. <laughs> 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 so what are, you, what are you doing with your rest day, Ned? Well, I haven't got anything to do. You guys have got to do telly, haven't you? Which is yeah. one of the reasons why 
Someone's got to do some work, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I've got to do is ride ride my folding bike from Carcassonne to, where is it? Mirapois, is that right? Mirapois. Are you not going to write a book or something? <laughs> <laughs> I've done you a bunch will. of... You will, you'll no, end honestly, up writing something. I've already written, up, I was up about seven o'clock writing, I've got a couple of columns. I've, so I'm doing a kind of, in cycling weekly, I'm doing a sort of weekly update of life on the road with you lot. Wrote some really nice things about you, actually, Lizzie. In fact, in many ways, this is our this is our goodbye to Lizzie, Paul, yeah. isn't it? For now, you're going to be back. Uh, I am going to be back. Am I? We not discussed that. What on the pod? Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll just bring that on you, though. <laughs> yeah. hmm. No, uh, I'd always be delighted to come back. We'll just do that thing where it, um, yeah, I think it's called Deceptive or Departed. I can't remember which one. Where they go into the dreams. We'll do that to you and get you on the pod. So they basically like they. You're going to come into there's my a, dreams. There's a machine or something That's they use, odd. and they. They get into your dream and make you believe your dream in something. Isn't that like the Matrix? Oh, I Ma- don't know. Ma- I need to explain this better for, for the listeners. Y- you but just ask me. Yeah, we'll just ask. <laughs> just, get, just send me a okay, WhatsApp. Yeah. Simpler. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going home tonight. <laughs> it's slightly simpler than constructing a parallel virtual universe and somehow accessing it through an implant we put into your. Cortex yeah. or something like that. It, uh, all us yeah, just coming just down in parachutes, Ned, in the in, in the village in France, like <laughs> breaking into the house. Go, go, go! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got thirty minutes. Thirty minutes till she wakes up, Ned. Thirty minutes. You and me parachuting <laughs> into the village in France. That would be good. So I'm clear, Ned. So I could ride with you. Oh, you're clear. Yeah. Well, well let's ride you. together. Yeah. Let's do it. Because be careful, it'll though. It's hot. It is hot. Yeah. We haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> what the heat? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a throwback to our last time. It was a longer transfer we did. Albi to Toulouse, eighty k's. We were delirious, weren't yeah, we? It was. It was in hindsight. It was fun. It was horrendous at points during it. it I mean, I've never been so dehydrated. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> we plan that one. No, it was temperature a bit like this. We had no water. No. Set it off with absolutely no water and eighty kilometres <laughs> on, on <laughs> a folding bike. <laughs> yeah. In the middle Stupidity. of nowhere. Stupidity. It was. It was. I had a really cool little motorbike. Kind of cafe. Well, we saw a bit. It was like a mirage in the desert. We, we saw there's a building. It's a building, David. It's a building. It's a building. It looks like it. You know, is it a house? Is it a house? No, it's some sort of business. Yeah. I don't know. Let's go in. And we just begged, crawled <laughs> in, and just begged water off. <laughs> and it was like a Harley Davidson cool. motorbike place, yeah. wasn't it? And they were going, they looked at us. They, they gave us some nice cold water, and we just sat there so grateful. <laughs> Quiet. And yeah, dropped about four of them down our necks, and then they looked at us, what are you doing? It's funny how those <laughs> bad things become your best memories. Yeah, that's true, huh? Yeah. It's like, um, what do they say? Um, bad ideas make good stories. <laughs> but we experience that quite regularly just travelling around on the Tour de France, don't we? Because I, I can't think off the top... Well, for example, with your left luggage the other day, when you lurch around, you suddenly have a real crisis moment. Oh, my God, my bag's gone. Where is it? And it's like suddenly the end of the world. Lizzie's bag's literally gone. Oh, yeah. And is your passport? And no, all right, fair enough. But then very quickly, David said, solution. Here's Daniel Freib. He's got. He can bring the bag. It's okay. So, and that, that you get a little high off that because the situation that looks so perilous has been so suddenly and spectacularly resolved yeah. Yeah, that you actually end it. up higher than you were before the crisis in the first place. Mm. Um, yeah. Not sure I'd agree. I was still thinking how am I going to brush my teeth and what am I going to wear tomorrow? Yeah, but this is, I'm just describing how it felt for me, David and Pete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, David would have had some sense of relief, I'm sure. I had a huge sense of like a crushing wave of relief. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 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 been a long drive back. Yeah, but we yeah. had a, haven't we had a few of them like with passports and places? Yeah, like we have. It's the whole patting your pocket thing, isn't yeah. it? And the, and the kind of like, and it's never actually you've never actually lost your no, passport, well. have you? I lost Nine my phone two weeks before this race, and um, I couldn't get another one for ten days. 
oh, it was bliss. Oh, it's lovely when that happens. Ten days it? without a phone, Just it was so good. I would highly recommend it I to, used to our listeners. Always lose my phone, but obviously still listen on a yeah. on a laptop or something. <laughs> <but> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we we bid farewell to you and thank you very much, Lizzie. How have you? How would you have? summed up your experience over the last week both on the telly and on the pod and just generally i've really enjoyed myself yeah i've been really well looked after you've all uh yeah i feel like i've been on holiday genuinely i've not had to lift a finger you've all taken care of me logistics manager Thank you. chef yeah, yeah and me <laughs> ned producer <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, no it's been really nice and it's also been quite insightful to me to think right so this is the tour de france this is how big it is you don't really get the pers- appreciation or perception of it when you're at home in the same way just in terms of the moving parts the organization how big it is the fact that it's the only sport in the world that kind of moves every day this massive Mm. infrastructure and it just makes me think blummin egg the women's tour is going to be a big deal for women cycling yeah because we have nothing like this We, we you know flanders is the biggest or world championships where we fill one car park i mean you're you're filling 10 here so, are you sorry to be missing it? I mean, obviously, you're very happy to be pregnant. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll be, I'll be jealous probably next week. But at the same time, are you there's always are next you year. Uh, I'm going to Paris oh, to cool. see them off, um, yeah. but not. Uh, it gets too late into my pregnancy well, to I be away. I think there was a discussion um, about possibly asking you if you'd reconsider and stay on for the f- last week at ITV and we spoke to Emma, your agent. I think a conversation was had between ITV and Emma, your yep. agent. Hello, Emma, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and Emma said, um, well, if you've got a qualified midwife on the team, then possibly. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 we suggested Gary Beckett. <laughs> really? Well, I, I don't know who else. No, um, I was starting to struggle yesterday. I was flagging a bit in the heat, I must say. I, I was starting to think this is not the ideal place for a pregnant woman. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Going back to the Tour de France fam, what do you know, what can you tell us about the race itself and how you think it might unfold? I mean, the parkour is hilly, isn't it, predominantly? It's really cool parkour for a rider like me, (laughs) Uh, but also for the women's peloton because it's really dynamic. Every day is almost like a classic until the last day, which is the Planche de Belfi, where the GC race will be won or lost. So it's quite interesting that it's really right up until that last day. Um, so hopefully they'll keep the GC tight until the final climb onto yeah, the Yeah, I would have thought Belfi. they should be able to. I mean, there's another day before the Planche de Belfi where it's got consecutive back-to-back climbs, which obviously will split the peloton as well. But there's some... I think the biggest uh, kind of competition will be the green jersey. Mariana Voss, Elisa Balsamo, Lorena Wiebes. There's, no, there's not going to be a Wout van Aert situation. No, no. <laughs> um, it Al- although Wiebes has been... Van Arting it a bit of late, hasn't she? Yeah, unreal in the sprints. She is without a doubt the fastest, but um, in terms of the intermediate sprints, she's because she's such a pure sprinter, she might have trouble getting over the lumpier stuff, which Mariana won't. Won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that that could be a, a, a good tussle. Is there an individual time trial? No. Is that, is that, do you think there should have been, or, or is that, will it Well, evolve? I would have been delighted if, <laughs> if I was in the race and there was no individual time yeah, trial. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, I see that as being an obvious development next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apart, with the exception of yourself, there's no big name missing, right? Everyone's on the start list. Yeah, everyone's firing for the Tour de France Femme, yeah. It's massive opportunity and I really hope that every team races aggressively and goes for it and that there's not this kind of sometimes on the big occasion it can lead to 
um, passive racing, you know? Yeah. And I just hope that everyone just throws everything into it. Um, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure for it to go perfectly and to match the the men's Tour de France. But, you know, you've got to be realistic. It's it's year one and we've had this phenomenal men's Tour de France. So I really just hope the momentum carries on. And there will be pressure, won't there? Because the, the talk has been going on for years about this event. Yeah. I can't think of the launch of a bike race that's been more anticipated, planned for, talked about, wanted, desired. I mean, it is, it's going to be a colossal moment. There'll be nerves in that peloton, won't there? In a way that there aren't at other races necessarily right yeah definitely they need me on the team bus calm everyone down (laughs) 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 it'll be seriously intense yeah brilliant looking forward to it what about the rest of the race what have you done to your hair now oh it's just ruffled okay sorry what about the rest of the race (sighs) what about it I don't know really you gotta say he's gonna win in Paris oh gosh no, no, we don't do predictions, do we? Do we not? No. Why not? He's scared. Uh, hiding it's difficult to, to predict the future. Oh, yeah. Philosophical. Are we going to see a few um, attacks from Pogaccio on the descents, maybe? I think we'll see attacks from Pogaccio everywhere. You know, but I mean, really try and put Vinegar on the limit. Well. Because it's possible in the next week, isn't it? Because there's a few downhill finishes. And well, we'll see if Mike... Well, I haven't even looked at tomorrow's stage, to be honest with I you. I haven't looked at... Uh, well, I know the hotter camp and that's it. I'm talking. The what? Autocamp. Autocamp. I spent a night on the autocamp once in a te- in a little one man tent during the during the Tour de France. <laughs> ITV thought, oh, send Ned out with a, a, a little camera to mm. film himself. It was before iPhones and all that sort of thing, just a little camcorder. <laughs> and I had to make a feature out of s- me spending a night in a little one man tent on the autocamp the night before the race with all the crazies. <laughs> And Philippe and Odette, our caterers, made me up a little kind of um, box with a bottle of wine, some cheese and some mm-hmm. fruit and a little dinner. And they went to Decathlon and bought a one-man tent. And Boardman, they filmed Boardman putting it up, helping, and he just thought it was the funniest thing in the world because by definition on a mountain, you can't, there's nothing. You're on f- an angle. <laughs> you're on an yeah. angle. <laughs> so you're faced with, you're faced with, you can either sleep like rolling off to the side uh-huh. or head. Oh dear. Oh. Is it still recording? Off. Uh, yeah, yes. it's still recording. Let me just check. Hold on. I'd say I'd just drop the mixer again. can repeatedly do that. It's still recording. Is it? Yeah. Okay, take your word for it. Is it, David? It is, yeah, I can see the red light. Okay, fine. Um, um, yeah, you could, or, or you have your head down. <laughs> yeah, that's not good, And a rush it? of blood to the head. Or you, and what I did, f- you know, what I opted for in the end was your feet down. But then you've got to have a lot of core strength and, and yeah. to last an entire night like that because eventually your skeleton just collapses. <laughs> 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 and you end up you end up with a kind of bag of bones at the bottom of the tent <laughs> like that which is what happened to me at kind of five oh. o'clock in the morning when the sun started ripping through the canvas <laughs> and there I was you know and then you have that horrible moment on a campsite where you go yeah. unzip the tent and it's dripping with dew outside well, it's like a massive camp. seagull just looking at you <laughs> 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 well, in this case, it was a big naked Dutch man who <laughs> sort of like, you know, pitched his tent next door oh, to me in the middle of the They get everywhere, night. don't they, at bike races? They do, they do. But I have to say, it was an amazing experience. It really mm. was. I had about Bet three hours sleep and then I had to go to work. Oh. <laughs> so tomorrow's stage is pretty interesting. 178Ks, cat four at the beginning, cat three, and then sort of flattish roads. Then it goes up over two cat ones and descends Ooh, into tasty. four. Can I have yeah. a quick look at the profile? Yeah. How close to the start is that Cat 4 climb? How long like is it? 10Ks or so. Yeah, nice. Pogac is going to attack again, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Well, Wait, yeah, it'll be a pretty active. Yeah, 13.7Ks the first climb, then 36.6 the second. 
There's another little call to back after that. So yeah, it's, it's going to be an animated first bit. It's got to see, just got to see if they send Micah or somebody up there. So in terms of know. numbers, are they evenly matched now in team size? I think they are exactly the same now. Yeah, yeah. they've both lost yeah. two, haven't they, with Kreisvog's yeah. collarbone and Roglic's DNS yesterday. Yeah. Imagine if the wheels fall off Wout van Aert. But in terms of climate, <laughs> well, that's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like You're dreaming, I mm. think. Yeah. It would make it would make the whole of the Tour de France a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. in terms of climbing support, I mean, he's got Seb Kuss. But Eve wasn't looking so good. He's not looking uh, so good again. Yeah, and that, who else? Well, that's it. In terms of pure climbers, hasn't he? Yeah. Because Benoit falls in a kind of, you know, spans a few different characteristics, mm. doesn't so he? But he also got s- he slapped down hard he yesterday. He did. He looked sore, didn't he? He did. But so the huge pressure on Kuss now, isn't there? Yeah, Pogacar has more men in the mountains now, right? Yeah, yeah. he's got Micah, <coughs> McNulty and Solaire. Yeah. So oh. it's a stronger climbing team suddenly. Yeah. Isn't it it's mad, mad how it's, it's just flipped. flipped? It's flipped around. It's going to be crazy. You know. Yeah, the Pyrenees are quite weird this year because it's not epic big stages, but they're certainly like racing stages. That's the day after 129Ks. Is that the Perigude? Well, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Is that like, the Perigude? Yeah. Well, that's the crazy finish. Cat one, cat two, cat one, well, cat up one. Up the one. extra bit. Up the extra bit. Oh, yeah. It's the third in our trilogy of airfield finishes. Oh, it's that one with a super steep finish where Bardet yeah. won. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's that one. Megev, Mond, and oh. Perigude. And then the day after that, it's Autocam. So it's, yeah. It's and be then what is it before Paris after that? Just Just sprinty day. One sprinty day. Sprinty day. Don't forget the time trial. Uh, time, time trial. Time trial, Paris. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Sprinty day. We'll be there before we know it. 40 kilometer time trial on flat roads in possibly <laughs> intense heat. all about you, Pete. Intense heat. <laughs> said we'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Counting down the days. Yeah. Another grand tour in the bag. Another grand tour in the bank, yeah. Yeah. Should become stronger and reap the benefits from uh, each one, you know. Four, you would be a fourth grand tour with ITV. Yeah. That's mad. That is, that is mad. mad. So t- I only did 10 years as a professional. I, I've been doing it since, you know, the interwar years and the Weimar Republic. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it a long time. It's yeah. another way of saying it. I'm doing, but amazingly... 20% of my tours I've been doing with you now. Yeah. It's quite a chunk. David, have well, you looked into you. the fact... Well, <laughs> no, <I'm> Ned's <laughs> worth 20 now, right? Yeah. Are yeah. you going to get your medal? Mm. Or are you not counting your I pandemic think the COVID years? years I, d- I think I just never got the badge, so it's the badge. It's all about the badge, Lizzie. Now, here's a confession. At that point in recording this morning's podcast, I pulled a cable. Uh, the entire mixer fell onto the ground... I didn't have my spectacles with me, so I couldn't see whether or not it was still recording. David Miller assured me that it was because the red light was still on. And now I come to edit it. Uh, Self-evidently, we have lost the rest of the conversation, which was a shame because Lizzie Dygdon talked at length about the Tour des Femmes um, coming up. And she also talked about the Tour de France. Anyway, very sadly, now we take our leave of Lizzie until Paris. Um, It's been excellent having her on the podcast. And we hope that she will return regularly. Um, in the meantime, David Miller and I then set off on our bicycles shortly after we recorded or half recorded that podcast on a little bit of a day trip to our next hotel. So we rode for 50 kilometers from Carcassonne to Mirapois. And this is kind of what happened. <laughs>
halfway point? Exactly. Halfway? 25.21 kilometers net. It's been quite hard. <laughs> Howling tailwind though, that's been beautiful, but that climb went on forever. Yeah, it, <laughs> it took us a bit by surprise, didn't it? Yeah. Especially the um, strato, the gravel section. Mm, beautiful where we are now though, We're by a church atop a hill looking out over Occitani. 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 Yeah. And, and well, when we crested the, the climb that went on forever, the climb that, that's what it's known as, the Col de went on forever. Yeah. Um, and had this, I mean, the gravel section wasn't even a gravel section, was it? It was, it was, it was rocky. It was, it was rocky. Pave and gravel. Yeah. It was really hard. And then we got over the top of the climb, and suddenly this vista opened up, and in the distance, the first glimpse on this Tour de France of the next big mountain range, the Pyrenees. And it's always a sight, isn't it? I, I think the approach to the Pyrenees. I, you know I prefer the Pyrenees yeah, anyway. Yeah, I'm with you. Now it's beautiful here, it's just you can, it's almost Tuscany-like, all the rolling hills and <clears throat> yeah, just, and it's hot. But they just rise out of nowhere, don't they? They just go boom, yeah. there we are, and over the other over the other side of that is Spain and it's just incredible, but yeah, so. Onwards. You've had, you've managed to keep your orangina. Save my orangina for this point in the ride. Is it really Halfway. hot? Is it hot? No, it's fine, it's been in my backpack. It's a bit annoying because I drank mine straight away. All right. Ned, where are we? This is a... <laughs> drinking. Ned's drinking. We're, uh, I was cooking up so bad then. Uh, why were you riding so fast? Why did you ride so fast? What was that all about? I just am in the zone, right? And it's tailwind. And I want to get it over with now. We're at 36, 36.46 Ks. Mate, yesterday they raced 202 kilometers in these conditions. And I, I was... Do you know who I was then? I was um, like an absolutely 5% awful Julian Alaphilippe and you were Tony Martin on that day when they clipped off together in 2017. Uh, Do you remember where Alan, Alaphilippe was just going, tell him to stop, tell him to stop. And then well, I, I kept losing your wheel, Dave. These long straight roads of this very strong tailwind through these sunflower seals, little hilltop villages to the left and right. It's so hot. And then you, <laughs> you just kept dropping me. And then, like, you get 100 yards up the road and look round, and then you ease up. And then, oh, no, don't ease up. I get on your wheel for a bit, and then just dr you drop me again. And now we've paused. And I can't help it. No, pause. We're, like, leaning against a plane tree in the shade of a village. Once again, a village that has absolutely nothing. Yeah. Uh, we need to get forward, by the way. That's it, we're out. <laughs> Tell us about the Cathars. Cathars, yeah, we're in the Cathars region, aren't we? So this was the last standing of the, it was a, a kind of a, an original sect of Christianity that survived from, uh, the story goes that it was actually one of the, the kind of the original doctrines of Jesus Christ. It was very, um, it was very balanced. It was very much more male, female. You had female, they were called the perfects, weren't they? I think so, yeah, the perfects. But anyway, it was wiped out in the, the beginning of the 
12th century? 11th? 12th, 13th, 13th century, yeah. By C. Wonder Montfort and the Catholic churches came in and wiped them out. And the last standing was in this part of France yeah. uh, and in, over across the border into Catalonia. And it's really it's a sad story. It was that was the first Inquisition. They were, yeah. So yeah. Do we quite like the Cathars then? Is that what you're saying? Do we quite like them? Do you like the Cathars? It was a, it was a very um, different type of Christianity to Catholicism and the other Christianity forms of Christianity. It was kind of the original, and it's it's a beautiful type of Christianity. So in, kind of in relative to other sects, an enhanced role for women in their societies. Very much so. Yeah, it was very balanced and. Um, we could start our own Cathar church. Never Strays Cathar. <laughs> Never Strays Cathar, that's a great one. We'll do an episode of Never Strays Cathar. I'm actually going to do some reading on it beforehand, refresh my brain. Oh, my brain's not exactly refreshed at the moment. Can we ride a bit slower now? Yeah. We found a fountain. <laughs> This is like old school. It's like a, yeah, it's Should a proper cat. I might dip my head in that. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's amazing, this has saved the day. We filled our water bottles. This nice. is like, this like the 1904 Tour de France, isn't it? Yeah, this is totally like 1904 Tour de France. We even did a bit of gravel. Yeah. We're kind of, we're on our own out here. There's very few cars, like there was just back then. Yeah. none. And we're in deep France. Well, we made it to Mirepoix, David, didn't we? Yeah. It's a beautiful little place. We're sitting here on a terrace of a of the restaurant uh, Les Minotiers. I've just ordered a, I've just ordered a, the fish of the day, and you've ordered a cassoulet. Cassoulet. You've lost your motor skills. <laughs> You're so tired. You just disappeared at the end there. I just went. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like Merku. I was OTL. I was worried about you. Yeah, because but the last ten k's were lovely. We went on this the um, Voie Verte, yeah. and it was just an old railway line that's just been converted into a bike trail. On merci, merci. Another massive liter of water has just been brought to our table because dehydration's a factor. You've got to stay on top of it, and frankly, we didn't uh, today. But here we are. The rest day can begin now. We've got a um, We've got a view of an ancient um, churchyard, which I'm going to go and have a mooch around in a little bit this afternoon. And just next to it, um, which is almost equally exciting, a Total Energy petrol station, which I think is going to serve an ice cream. And I'm going to go over there after, uh, and then I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> I feel great. Bully for you. Oh, um, I, I just you've done your commercial bit. I need to do a commercial bit. Yeah. Um, the great giveaway. All you have to do is buy a ticket for my tour, which is coming together. Um, the stage show. Uh, in the autumn. So I've had a long time to think on the road today about how it's all going to shape up. I'm really looking forward to it. It's just going to be a celebration of the tour because I have literally re-engaged with this race. Not that I'd ever not engaged, but I'm so in the zone about it now. So um, yeah, get, ha have a look at ents24.com uh, and uh, see if there's a show near you. Uh, plan in advance, have a night away, come and see the show. And if you do that, if you do book a ticket um, over the course of the next week, email you know, follow the rules of the great giveaway. Email proof of receipt or purchase to office at theroadbook.co.uk and enter the free prize draw for loads of chapter three goodies, roadbook goodies, and um, surpass stuff. That was our rest day pod. Such a shame to lose Lizzie, um, but we'll soldier on somehow, won't we, David? I mean, we've been doing this about episode 130. We can do this. We can do this, Ned, but she will be missed. But uh, we've got pretty Pete still. Pretty podcast Pete. He's got to up his game now.